You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. Ladies and gentlemen, the Omicron, Omicron, whatever the fuck we're calling this thing today, this is the new variant that's out to get you. This is the new demon under your bed, and it's out to eat your ass. And it's going to be scary, man, because I think that there's something going on as far as the big blitz, as far as uh, why are we scared of this variation? Why are we not, um, you know, focusing on serious things we're, we're talking about this kind of stuff right now right um so i wanted to kind of throw something together with my buddy matt from the great deception podcast you guys may may have heard of him if you've uh interacted with me at all the guy's been doing the monday night master debater show every monday which is a very very fun thing very thankful that he's included me in this um uh so i uh, dude what i wanted to do here matt was talk about this get your thoughts so first of all dude how are you doing this wonderful sunday evening Dude, it is. I'm doing great, but I am beyond, you know, I'm coming out of retirement for you because I had I had retired from the whole uh, COVID narrative, um, decided not to talk about it anymore. And uh, and but now after this, I had to come out of retirement, man. This is a whole new level of bullshit. And uh, it's it's hilarious. I, I, I don't know how they do it. I'm right there with you, man. I didn't want to talk about this either. And I think that you and I actually spoke about this on Monday nights. And um, it's just, it's insane. I think that there is something to be said about the marketing. And I have a really interesting clip from a woman that was talking about like marketing 101 and how it plays into like this deep state narrative with how they're marketing COVID. I mean, Mark, like the, the marketing behind COVID is better than any kind of marketing campaign that we've ever seen. We see like, you know, that I I talked a little bit about like the McDonald's jingle um, that like uh, all these people got behind, like these highly paid individuals got behind this to try and bring a brand back from the dead. And I mean, the ba-da-ba-ba-ba thing is inferior to the way that they're doing this COVID shit. And it's insane, man. So 
I wanted to uh, to just get your thoughts on this, man. I've heard anything from this thing is more deadly than Ebola to all kinds of other things. But I don't know if you saw the Face the Nation interview that Fauci did with Margaret Brennan. Did you check that out at all? No, I've seen I've seen a clip or two, but I have not seen the majority of it. It's like an hour, 10 minute long conversation. And I'll kind of break it down like the the basics of it. But Fauci's talking about how there's 70 to 80,000 uh, new cases a day in the United States of COVID, whether it be whatever variant, which is is mind blowing to me. I don't necessarily think that's true at all. Uh, I don't have any proof to say that it's not true, but it sounds excessive. And he wants to get down to 10,000 cases a day. That would be a net positive for him. Um, he wants 85% of the U.S. population vaccinated. And you know me, I always fuck around with the numerology. So 85%, that adds up to 13, numerologically speaking. So, I mean, they throw these things around and some people say that's grasping at straws, but I find it really interesting when these things kind of link up like this. And one of the big things that I saw was uh, Fauci specifically wants more surveillance and more testing when it comes to who is vaccinated and who's not. So thoughts on, on those things right away, dude, because you're, you're a smart dude. I want to hear what you have to say. I have one word for all of it and it's bullshit. You know, that that's what this, it's all a clown show at this point because they just keep moving the goalposts around, right? They have no idea where they want to set the marker at. And you know, this latest one is great because it spreads faster it's vaccine elusive and it goes after the spike proteins that they're supposedly uh, vaccine is this, the strongest part of it. So this, you know, the new founding very, you know, mutations. I love it. I love it. And then what do you get in every article or every news report? They have to throw in the word overwhelmed at some point. You know, whether it's the hospitals are going, they are expected to be overwhelmed or the vaccine makers are overwhelmed. It's just Ryan, man, it, it's so comical. If you take this shit seriously anymore from, a, you know, this they're basing off their argument off of facts. It's over because they just keep pulling stuff out of nowhere, too. Mm-hmm. Like you said, the 80,000 number. Can we see some data or do we no. have to wait 55 years? You know, yeah. I mean. Like, it's just it's so over the top ridiculous that I I just don't understand it. And and the whole variant thing. Right. We're getting into the variant. Let's look at the timing of it. The timing is perfectly aligned with when they're trying to push boosters. Okay, so they, they can get this line out. And then what happens next? They realize, oh, it wasn't effective for that version. Well, and this is the problem with this Omicron. Uh, is it Omicron or Omnicron? Um, O-M-N-I-C-R-O-N. Omnicron. Omni, Omnicron, yeah. Because I see, I hear different things. I hear Omicron because the Greek uh, alphabet letter is Omicron, if I'm not mistaken, right? There's no N in the Greek alphabet, if I'm, if I'm correct. And, and another problem with that whole thing is that they skipped Z, X-I, in the whole uh greek alphabet right i wonder i wonder why they did that well and yeah i mean we can fucking think about oh, why they would do you're that right but ryan it's, it's o-m-i-c-r-o-n omicron okay yes so yeah dude and this is this is just what's fascinating to me is that they pull z out of the entire thing or g however you want to pronounce it um 
because they don't want to stigmatize Winnie the Pooh over there in China. And it's it, dude, it's getting to be like in this in this conversation that I heard, it was an hour, like I said, an hour, 10 hour, 20 minute long conversation with Fauci um, on Face the Nation. He was saying that he feels that the Chinese population had smothered some sort of data when it comes to the wet market and how this whole thing started. He didn't blame the Chinese government at all because that's a big no-no. So the way that this dude did this interview, it's fascinating. Like I said, if you can deal with it, if you can hear Fauci's voice for an hour plus, I recommend listening to it because you get a lot of propaganda in there. He even, he goes as far and I, I laughed out loud when I saw this. He talks about, you know, the ladies there talking about uh, her name is Margaret Brennan, which I don't know if she's related to John Brennan. Uh, I would I would definitely venture to say she is in some way, but I, I have no proof of that. But you have this Margaret Brennan talking with uh, with uh, Fauci and they're like, so, Dr. Fauci, what can we, like can we expect to, you know, go and see our families without our masks and all this shit? And I was very surprised when Fauci says that, yes, you can. You can definitely hang out with your family without your mask on. Um, we're not hanging out for Thanksgiving because that's probably racist or something to hang out for Thanksgiving. But, you know, Christmas is fine because that's a satanic holiday. So, yeah, go hang out with your family, do your thing. And he even says that our dogs are going to be there. And we know what Fauci does with dogs, dude, right? With beagles. So it was it was kind of like this like gut punch to be like, yeah, even my dogs are going to be there at the Thanksgiving or at the at the Christmas party. It's just weird, dude. There's a lot. If you're looking at it from a conspiratorial mindset, you see a lot of problems and you see a lot of doublespeak, as always, from what Fauci's saying. But like a few things stuck out to me, one really being that uh, he's blaming the Chinese wet market workers, not the Chinese government for COVID. Or the Wuhan lab where it came from. Didn't no, Not one mention of that. No, no. Why would you? Because that's where he's invested, right? And that's the major issue with him is he's tied to all of these companies. So it's a win-win for this guy. And for anyone to expect him to suddenly circumcise himself for no reason, why? He's not going to stop this. He's going to keep pushing it and pushing it until finally he's told to stop. Yeah. I, I mean, that's the only way I see this ending from his standpoint, because he's got, you know, big skin in the game. He's got major profits to be made. And, you know, he'll lie up, down and sideways that we've seen. And he's the king of doublespeak because one week he'll be telling you one thing. And then, you know, the next week, and I watched uh, Ryan Christian uh, did a great show today on, you know, the variant and, and all the, that stuff. And he opened with a, a segment basically on their doublespeak saying how safe and effective the original one was. And it was all of them, you know, it was Fauci, Biden, the CDC director, uh, Saki, all of them over Don't and over just saying, yeah just saying oh, yeah gates safe and effective right and they're all full of shit because they knew that both boosters were going to be needed and 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 what they're not the thing that drives you nuts there's no correlation being made whatsoever to vaccinated and variants because we didn't have variants last year mm -hmm. and there were no vaccinated people the variants well, because only no, sorry to interrupt you, but normally variants don't start up this quick. It takes years and exactly. years. Exactly. 
Exactly. So it makes no sense. They, they, you know, they change the definition of vaccines. They do all this, yeah. this, this wordplay too to get things to go in their direction. But that's the one thing that doesn't make any sense that no one will address. Right? None of it. It's not on their mainstream script. And you see it when these people get caught out in public and are asked real questions, they run. So it's it's obvious to anyone that's looking at this with a with a clear set of eyes that there's a whole lot of mess, you know, fuckery going on right now. I, I just don't I don't get how people don't see it anymore. Well, there's uh there's something to be said about living your life on a script like that. It seems completely miserable. It seems just like like you have all this money, like Don Lemon. Chris Cuomo, all these people, they have money. I mean, they've got some serious money, but like, where do you go? Like, where do you spend that money? Where do you have fun with that money, man? It, they're, like these people are literally selling their soul. And I, you know, I heard something on a, on a motivational speaking podcast because I'm actually working on an episode for the rants where like, I'm going to like fucking just list the, the worst motivational speakers. Cause I think that it's such a joke that industry is so whack dude tony robbins even i think oh. is a is a huckster and um you know there's there you know the gary v's of the world and all these things but there's this one dude andy frisella that i'm gonna leave his name out of the the worst uh motivational speakers because he's an interesting dude and he may be a big fraud i don't really know i don't know the dude so i'm not going to speak to his character but he is a big America first kind of an alpha male dude, not even kind of. He's a major alpha male guy. I don't know if you've heard of Andy Frisella, uh, owns first form. Uh, yeah. OK, well, there you go. So, I mean, this dude, he, he seems to say some good things. And he was talking about like, dude, with the media doing what they're doing right now, they're like the boy that cried wolf. We're going to start seeing some serious shit go down and the media is going to try and report on it. And everyone's going to be like fuck what you're saying you know what i mean like no one cares what the media is saying right now it's maybe 20 percent of the population that actually believes cnn maybe 30 percent believes fox um who knows i mean i don't really know the numbers i'm just saying a majority of people that i interact with just do not believe the media at all and it doesn't have to be in this podcast community it can be out in the real world too and people are like no dude like yeah they obviously are lying now they don't have the the facts and the statistics and the reasons why they may be lying. They just know uh, from uh, from an outside perspective, they're looking at the media and they're like, yeah, dude, all the things that they're saying have just not really come to fruition. And oftentimes it's the exact opposite of what they say, which is true. Right. So it's a problem. It's a serious problem that we have that we have in the mainstream media. And I think this is kind of trickling down to this alternative media where people are going to start believing anyone that has a podcast. And there's a lot of podcasts that are funded by the same people that fund the mainstream media. So it's just a big mess. Do we find ourselves in a really weird position? But before we go on too much further from this uh, whole Fauci and uh, Omicron thing, I want to play this clip and it's a five minute long clip. So I want you to jump in when you hear something that, that sets you off because there's quite a few things here. This is a Fauci conversation. He has it with, uh, I think this is uh, the Today Show, um, but it's very, very interesting. Like I said, five minute long, jump in when you hear something. I'll pause it and we can just we can just talk about this whole clip. But here we go. Let me know if you can hear. Just give me a thumbs up. I mean, I'm not starting to yet. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Here we go. We want to bring in. 
in Dr. Anthony Fauci. He, of course, is the director of the National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases and a chief medical advisor to the president. Dr. Fauci, good morning. Thanks for getting up with us here. We're going to try to break this down for folks who have real questions this morning and rightfully some real concerns about it. So the first simple question is, what makes this new variant so different and so concerning? I'm interested. Well, it has a large number of mutations, particularly in that area of the virus that relates to its ability to bind to the cells in your nasopharynx and in your lung, namely related to transmissibility. So you would predict from looking at the mutations that have been identified that it likely will be more transmissible. We don't know that yet, but you have to be careful and assume that that's the case. And notice how he uses it also the has word a bunch of mutations. Likely. Right. Likely. That's all what they always say. They never say that it's going to. They say likely. And people miss that because that's he's just guessing. Right. He could say it's likely not to, but he decides to say it's likely to. It's like a glass half full versus glass half empty thing. Right. Exactly. It's just throwing it out there. Right. We don't know. We're just going to take a guess and say, yeah, it's likely to be very transmissible. We're going to err on the side of negativity. So what is, what is, uh, you, you do a lot of studies and, and you, you pay a lot of attention to the way that words are used. Do you see, other than what you just laid out there, do you see any kind of like, um, underlying meaning of using the word likely in that sense? No, it's just deceptive. It's politician speak, right? It's double speak. Yeah. They like to use these words that, can get around things where they don't have to commit right anywhere where you can lock them into a yes or no. And especially nowadays with the internet where every, everything they say is now recorded and can be brought back against them. And and Biden's fighting now about that the tough way because he's saying he didn't say things. And then you can bring it right up in front of him and say, yes, you said it right here. Um, and, and that's what, us, sorry, uh, go ahead. Go ahead. No. And that's what, what gets, that's what they do. Right. They will not commit to something and say that something will. It's likely to or uh, there's a good chance, high probability. They use words like that. It's all just dancing around them committing to something that they could be held accountable for. Yeah, dude, I have been uh, very open minded to um, being wrong about things. And I think that these guys really play into that because they give you the opportunity to have two sets of facts. You can both, you can make a statement and you can be right and wrong about that statement, depending on what facts and what statistics you're using. And Bill Gates has that book in that infamous little uh, screenshot of him where the book, one of the books behind him says lying with statistics, right? You can, you can have multiple sets of facts and no one can be wrong. And, and, you know, Aleister Crowley talked about this back when he was alive. He was saying that, like, we're going to live in this age of nihilism where facts don't matter. It's it's what people feel. And this is like creating the the uh, settings for a civil war, dude. It's very, very interesting. I, I don't like sounding the alarm for things like that. But let's get back into this video. And uh, we'll, we'll uh, there's so many things, dude. I, I know that we're going to stop this several times. So here we go. It's- that would suggest it could evade the protection, for example, of monoclonal antibodies and perhaps even convalescent plasma for people who've been infected and recovered and possibly. 
Okay, so there's another one. It's going to be vaccine resistant. And resistant to any alternate therapies, which they found successful, right? Like the monoclonal antibodies and anything like that. They're now saying, okay, it's going to even eat through that. There's no We're talking protection. hydroxychloroquine. We're talking fucking, uh, what was the, the horse medication that Joe Rogan took? Yeah, ivermectin or whatever Ivermectin. I have some horse paste in my fucking spare room, dude. And I, I, my dad got mad at me for giving my mom some of that when she had COVID. You know what I mean? I took it when I got it. My girlfriend took it when she got it. it dude, it worked. You know what I mean? I don't know. Who knows if we're going to start shitting out our liver in a couple of years? I don't know. But I mean, like, I'd rather do that than go on a ventilator. You know what I mean? Well, the creator of it won a Nobel Prize. I don't think it's that detrimental. And it's been used by billions of people across the world. So yeah. I think I'd take my chances with that over uh, uh, a unfully clinical trialed experimental gene therapy. Yeah, I have some things to say about the vaccines. I'll, I'll uh, help me remember to mention that after this video is done with, because uh, there's a one, two, three model. That's very interesting. But here's the here's the rest of this video here. Vaccine. These are all maybes, but the suggestion is enough. And it seems to have really spread rather rapidly in South Africa, even though the numbers are relatively small, its ability to infect people who have recovered from infection and even people who've been vaccinated make us say, this is something you got to pay really close attention. Okay. So he says it's, it's very transmissible, but the numbers are small. Which one is it? Right. If it's highly transmissible, it would spread like <laughs> wildfire, right? That it's, it, that's complete double speak right there in itself. I mean, this is the madness of it. Come on. Oh. So, so, do you not so just i'm going to be the devil's advocate here okay we'll say that we have a small population that's been exposed to it um it's very highly transmissible in the small population what do you have to say about that it's going to be contained in that population as long as it stays there right i mean it's common sense it's this is just defying common logic that okay we're gonna know that and how many people, that's one of the questions. I haven't heard how many cases of this. Because last time yeah, I heard, you never will. It was four. You know, like yesterday, I believe the case number in South Africa, of this was four. So, you know, and then, then they said maybe there was one or two in Australia and maybe one or two in Europe. So we are, we are freaking out about a handful of cases of this thing that's likely to be highly transmissible there's a big <laughs> I mean, problem in new york they're shutting down new york again because they're afraid of this uh botswana if i'm not mistaken it comes out of Bots- botswana um which is an exotic sounding name it sounds like it's a jungle right botswana is a big jungle and there's all kinds of like typhoid fever and all kinds of scary diseases um all the cases without exception in new york are delta according to their own shit now, who knows? Because like you said, there's no test to actually tell you what strain it is. But I found this very interesting that they're admitting that it's Delta, 100% Delta cases in New York, but they're shutting it down because of this Omicron shit. So it doesn't make any sense, man. Again, more of that doublespeak, which feeds into the mind control aspect. It makes you so confused where you just want to cling to daddy. You want to cling to daddy government. You want someone to tell you what to do and slap you if you get out of line because that will train your 
rat mind to fall in line and to chase the cheese, so to speak. It'll make you think that you're good as long as you listen to these people. Yeah, this is that slave master mentality, right? That subdom in the uh, S&M world, right? These these people just want <laughs> safety. They'll do anything, you know? They'll, they'll put on the mask if you want. Hell, they'll let you put them up in the swing as long as they're safe and you keep taking care of them. They don't care what you do to them. And, and our, it's 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 amazing, man. Our safe word is Fauci. <laughs> and be prepared for something that's serious. It may not turn out that way, right? But you really want to be ahead of it, and that's the reason why we're doing what we're doing. Dr. Fauci, I hear you saying there's still a lot you just don't know about this variant. What are the key questions you want answered, and when do you think you will have those answers? Well, there are a couple of questions. One is when these individuals in South Africa, who, yes, relatively speaking, are still not a large number, those who've gotten infected with this new (laughs) variant, is the disease more serious than when you, for example, get infected with the Delta variant? That's point number one. Point number two are the antibodies that are induced by the vaccines that we are using Do they protect against this? It is conceivable that it may be diminishing a little bit the protection, but the vaccines that we use may very well be able to contain this, and then it won't be as serious as some people are surmising it might be. A lot of unknowns, which is the reason why we're all over this, and as I say, you assume something that might be worse than it is, but better that than underestimate. That's part of the so, fear you know, is people, just the unknown. But you yeah. want to know that we're doing everything we can to stay ahead of this. So in real terms, Dr. Fauci, do you believe that Omicron is already here in the U.S. likely? You know, I would not be surprised if it is. We have not detected it yet. But when you have a virus that is showing this degree of transmissibility and you're already having travel-related cases that they've noted in Israel and Belgium and in other places. When you have a virus like this, it almost invariably is ultimately going to go essentially all over. The issue of blocking travel from a given country is to just give us time to assess it better. That's the reason for doing that. Not any reason to panic, but we want to give us some time to really fill in the blanks of what we don't know right now. And and Dr. Fauci, let's talk about what we know is happening in this country, which is that we are seeing increases in at least 15 states, nearly 100,000 new cases per day. So I guess the question this morning, are we at the mercy of this virus or at the mercy of people who are not getting vaccinated? I'm right helpless. Now? Save me. <laughs> well, our fate is in our own hands. This is yet again another reason, not only what's going on right now with the Delta variant in our own country, but what you see throughout the world. It is absolutely essential that unvaccinated people get vaccinated and the vaccinated people get boosters. We know now clearly that's, that's it. That that's all he had to say. Shot, is this not a pyramid scheme? He could he could have cut mRNA the other four minutes and fifty five seconds out and just said those three words and that's it. We need vaccines and booster shots. That's it. That's all it comes down to. And it's just a scare tactic. You know? I mean that, that's all he's a walking Pfizer advertisement. You know, that that, that yeah. looks like a little penis. He, I, Dude, yeah, go ahead. No, I found it interesting that he said 
that uh, we're doing the travel restrictions to give us time to figure out a plan. Well, the government of South Africa disagreed in an article that I read. They, he, the, he said, this latest round of travel bans is akin to punishing South Africa for its advanced uh, genomic sequencing and the ability to detect new variants quicker. Excellent science should be applauded and not punished. So he's they're pissed because they're saying, listen, we just identified this thing. We're not blowing it out of the water like the be all end all variant that you guys are saying it is. But you're going to punish us for identifying it quicker than you did, because they're basically telling us it's here too. just haven't identified it yet. Yeah, man, uh, this is part of like, I mean, we can't stress this enough. This is that devil speak stuff. And and that's what I find so interesting is you or me could go on this, uh, you know, today show or whatever that was on and we could give that same information. But so many people want to trust this dude because for whatever reason, he's the chosen one from the, you know, NWO, whoever you want to call it. And there's there's a lot of different sites talking about this. I want to read something from here real quick. And then I have one more clip that's only two minutes long so we can let that play. And this lady is going against the entire idea of this Omicron and and what it is. But uh, the Omicron variant was discovered six days ago, initially in Botswana. Infections have been detected in South Africa, Israel, Hong Kong, Belgium and the UK so far. Okay. Uh, so far, the all, spreading... all highly vaccinated areas. Sure, Israel's the number one, right? Yeah. And UK's up there; they're pretty high. Um, yeah, I mean, Hong Kong's high; they're all high. So, I mean, uh, yeah, no South problem. Africa's a pretty liberal area as well. I mean, the, people think of Africa, all areas of Africa, as being like downtrodden, uh, very poor areas. South Africa is mostly white people living in South Africa. Very, very fucking wealthy area of Africa um, as a whole. So, I mean, we just have to really throw that out there, too, because when when most people hear a strain's coming out of Africa, they're going to equate it to Ebola. Right. Yep. So that's that's part of this. So so far, the spreading of the heavily mutated, heavily mutated variant of the coronavirus has resulted in a stark warning from one top medical official on Saturday, Frank Ulrich. Montgomery, chairman of the uh, Global Physician Society of the World Medical Association, the WMA, told German reporters that he believes Om- Omicron uh, could become as dangerous as the Ebola virus. <laughs> Montgomery said the fastest and best thing to do is con- uh, uh, to do is con- contact restrictions. I don't know what that means. Uh, we must avoid any form of crowd in the coming weeks. We should therefore close the Christmas markets nationwide. So this is a fear tactic, right? Obviously, yep. we're seeing that we don't want to have Christmas. We don't want to be around our families. There's something really powerful about the family unit that scares these people. Well, it's gatherings in general, because that's when we can communicate and and openly yep. communicate. And that's why they close the bars and restaurants so quickly, because if people were allowed to talk at the beginning of this thing in the bar or in their normal social circles, this thing would have been nipped in the butt a lot quicker. But once you're instantly thrown into quarantine, lockdown, whatever you want to call it, they it, it puts some fear into some people. 
and and they they hesitated and and by the time they gathered they were either a deeper in the fear porn or b they couldn't get out there to get with other people because people were still on the fence as to all of it and 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 now you're at a point where you just don't have enough to to get their view across um yeah it, it is interesting too that we have the um at the beginning the churches were closed which is another place that a lot of people talk and they share their thoughts um but we had strip clubs open which if you've ever been to a strip club i'm not assuming you have i'm just you know we'll 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 leave that open for anyone's uh you know debate but if you've been to a strip club you're not really talking to many dudes at all you're not really communicating at all you're you're going and you're getting your dances and for the um, buffet what's that i go for the buffet yeah i like the dollar <laughs> they have a dollar third uh uh third of a pound cheeseburger and fries at uh curves cabaret here in tucson uh not a bad burger really but you know hey, for, for strip club food man it's a bonus anything's better than nothing yeah, I mean, it is what it is, dude. I think that it's interesting, though, that that they'll leave these types of facilities open. Uh, seems like they're trying to drag more people to the darkness is is really like just my just quick take on it. Not not much thought behind it. But I think that that's what we need to do more often than not is just go with our gut feelings about these things. So really quick, dude, this is a two minute long clip. I want to play this for you. I want to see what you think about this. This lady talks about her name's katie hopkins i don't know if you've heard of her but she's very interesting she's got all she's like you can look her up on wikipedia while i'm playing this she has a laundry list of quote-unquote controversies one of them is supporting donald trump that's one of her negative things and you know you know that i've fallen out of love with with the trump presidency and what he was doing um but there is still something to be said about just slandering someone for supporting a candidate. We're not hating on anyone for supporting Joe Biden. We're not hating on anyone for supporting Kamala Harris or Barack Obama or Bill Clinton or George Bush, either one of the Bushes. And, and you know, I don't know. It's just interesting. Let's hear uh, this marketing aspects of uh, Omicron here. This was released just two days ago, uh, two days ago being November 26th. Uh, very interesting stuff here. Check it out. As anyone who works in PR or marketing will know, you need to keep your story fresh and relevant and keep giving it new talking points. Well, the same with COVID, you know, to start with, there was lockdowns, then there was variants, then there was vaccinations and boosters and people dying after this. And there was always a new news story. And now it's the Botswana super ninja mutant variant that's just come into play. And what you're trying to do is create a kind of whole narrative arc, a whole theatre production, if you will, around this new, fresh angle to your story. So that you've got the Botswana variant, Botswana. You know, Delta sounded a bit like, oh, fertile Delta, place where you can grow stuff. Delta, oh, rivers, nutrients. Botswana sounds jungle, sounds mysterious, sounds Oh, the sort of place where, you know, there might be diseases lurking. Hmm, scary. Then you've got people drawing graphics of what this mutant ninja variant might look like with special spiky bits, even though no one actually knows what it looks like. These are just graphic configurations. So you've got a visual to hang on to as well. Then you need to do some policy items to reinforce the drama that you're putting on. And those items now would be creating a red list 
let's remember that a red list is an invention. Traffic lights are actually a system for controlling traffic. They were never designed to colour in countries. But this, let's put it on the red list. And now we're going to ban flights from Botswana and six different other states. So you've created a sort of policy narrative to go alongside the visual and the pictures that you've made and the scary sounding words, Botswana, the jungle, mosquitoes, who knows? Now all you need is something that makes you sound like you technically know what you're doing. So now we have the B11529. Mm, We've given a numerical reference code that makes you sound kind of scientific, like you have qualitative and quantitative statistical backup and you are definitely following the science because it's called B11529, like one might have a code or a reference number. (laughs) That's how this shit works. It's straight out of the PR marketing playbook 101. And in order to keep up interest, in order to drive the next push behind an action they're going to require of you, they needed to create the drama and the performance to draw you in as their ready and willing audience. The question is, are you still going to keep buying your tickets, taking your seats, and listening politely to the nonsense that you're being fed. Well, are you, Matt? I, I couldn't agree with her more because one of the things I have noticed lately is the, the theater behind it, but also they're trying to like personify the virus. Yeah. Right. And I, I found it interesting in today, one of the articles I was reading today, I think it's Stephen Hoge or Hoagie, uh, Moderna's president. He says, What's most scary about this virus is it's managed to pull all of its greatest hits into one Omicron variant and then has added maybe 10 mutations that we don't even know what to think of yet. The first data of Omicron scared the heck out of us because it was like a Frankenstein mixture of the greatest hits. Like, I mean, what are we talking about here? He's describing a virus right there. Like, it sounds like he's describing an album. Yeah, exactly. Like their their greatest hits, like Frankenstein. Like, what what are we doing? It's just it's such a clown show now, and I I have a tough time. Like, you know, my thing is is I feel like we're in two different worlds. There's there's people who are in the world that fear this thing and and abide by it. I mean, I, the people that wear the mask at the gym still they wear the mask outdoors on a walk on a hike. Those people, and then there's us who are like, I don't see what you're talking about. It doesn't match my daily life. Well, let and- me ask you, Matt do you do you understand why these people are afraid of this, or or is it just completely foreign to you? No, I I, I totally understand what's been done to them and why they're in the position they're in. Yeah. Right? They've been so brainwashed. They've been put into such a state of fear that they will do anything to protect themselves and those around them, you know, what they think in their head. And they're just delusional because they're not looking at any of the real data. They're not being rational at all. It's just a totally irrational brainwashed, you know, and you did a whole series on mind control, right? I mean, you know, these are, this is like, a whole bunch of things combined. You can go Munchausen syndrome. You can go Stockholm <laughs> syndrome. You know, there's so many things that people have gone through 
from a lockdown to the the separation from others, the whole six foot distance, the masking. You know, there's just been so many psychological operations run on people that they've broken down. And, and the groupthink. I forget the name of the groupthink experiment that they did at whatever school that was. Do you remember the name of that where they they talked about which line was the shortest? Yeah, I don't remember what school that was, but yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, it was an experiment where like, you know, there's four people in a group at a university and three of the people are in on the whole gig. And one person is the true experimental, uh, you know, the the variable, the the uncontrolled person. And they have these three people. There's four lines on a piece of paper. One is clearly shorter than the others. It's marked A, B, C, and D. For this example, let's say C is the shortest. But everyone is saying that B is the shortest. And it's very fucking clear. This is no optical illusion. It's very, very clear that C is the shortest line. The three other people that are paid to to say one way, they say that B is the shortest one. And that fourth dude, that's the example, feels obligated to say that B is the shortest line, even though it's clear that C is. Because he doesn't want to be that odd man out. Yeah. And, and and that's the reason why a lot of people wear the masks still, right? Yeah. Even though there's not mandates in place, they're doing it because they just want to fit in. They don't want to rough, ruffle the herd. They don't want any confrontation whatsoever. And that's part of the brainwashing, right? Just be a good citizen. Do your part. You know, and that, and that's what it comes down to. People have people have been abused. And some people weren't strong enough to withstand it and, and they're suffering from it now. And I, and I totally understand that. And I have sympathy for those people, right? Like, it's not like I go around and I'm, I'm screaming at them, Hey, take your damn mask off. No, I mean, I have sympathy for them because they're in such a bad state that, you know, I just try and smile at them and hope that, you know, maybe a smile will, will, will brighten their day kind of thing. Because other than that, I have nothing to offer them in, in, in their world. And that's the problem is that like the other way around, people get mad if you're not wearing the mask. But this this experiment that we're just speaking about, it's the ash conformity experiment, A-S-C-H conformity experiment. So if anyone's interested in checking that out, I mean, it's a fascinating uh, video. This is back in, I think, the 60s. Um, It's fascinating just seeing the person do the mental gymnastics in their own mind to conform and. I can't blame those people for doing that back then. I mean, everything, it was very, very out of fashion to think differently. I mean, this is when the whole boomer generation really started up was in the 60s. It was better to be a yuppie than a hippie. I mean, you didn't want to be someone that was thinking outside the lines. And now, for some reason, the yuppies and the hippies are the same damn thing. So they've done a really, really good job. And when I say they, I'm talking about like, the, the thought controllers, not the thought leaders, the thought controllers. These people are really doing a great job in making everyone think one way. There's one right way to think, and there's a wrong way to think. And if you're on the wrong side of history, you're going to look like the Nazis. So do you want your family to look like the Nazis? No. You know what I mean? I don't know, dude. Uh, it's going to be very interesting to see where we end up here soon. Well, you said it before, though. Uh, the propaganda is at an all-time high. The yeah. The onslaught the tsunami of advertising you would think that moderna and pfizer and j and j were allowed to advertise this thing because they're the only ones who aren't everyone else i mean you can't go you go to nickelodeon sesame street from the kids all the way up every single channel is involved in this operation 
And that's the part that's amazing to me is, is how extensive the operation is. I mean, they've, they've thought about just about everything and they're trying everything in their power to do it. And, and they're even going against the law. I mean, Biden was told by the courts to, Hey, Hey, put a, put a hold on the mandate, you know? And he's like, Nope, going ahead. Keep going guys. Don't listen to the courts. Just keep doing what you're doing. Like, Whoa. And that's where it gets dangerous. When the court decisions don't matter anymore, that's when we've crossed the line that can't really be brought back because that's that's taking out one of the wings of what this whole system's about. Well, that's when we're no longer the United States. We're more like China, you know, like we don't have we don't have a a, a, I don't know what the correct term for it is, but like a three tiered uh, democracy. Uh, It's really a republic. But I mean, you know, we have this three tiered system. We have the judicial, we have the legislative, and we have the executive. Uh, China only has the executive. Everything goes up to Xi Jinping, and he makes the decisions, right? That's what we're at right now. We're essentially there, but there are random people that I think are paid to act like they're, they're, they're standing up for these things. I don't like Ted Cruz. I don't like fucking one politician. Name me one politician. That is actually doing the right thing. I even throw Rand Paul in that whole thing. Dude, Rand Paul isn't doing anything to fucking change shit. He's sitting there and he's acting like he's on our side. But you know that dude's eating at the table with Fauci. I wouldn't be surprised if they suck each other's dicks because that these two dudes talk about each other more than anyone else. And like, I don't want to hear. I saw this stupid fucking post and we'll wrap up here pretty soon, dude. But I saw this dumb fucking post about um and and some people that i respect actually shared the post and this is nothing against them um but talking about how like tucker carlson's on our side and he's got the number one news show and talking about how like rfk jr wrote this book about how bad anthony fauci is the real anthony fauci written by rfk that's the number one book in the world the number one rap song is uh you know about uh, let's go brandon and all this stuff Dude, all that stuff is literally just to make us fucking fight. It really is. And uh, I I have actually put some serious thought into this. And we've heard this a lot. Like we heard that Donald Trump was really good for like news ratings and like really good for Saturday Night Live and all these industries that were dying out. Donald Trump gets injected into the political system. And now all of these pop culture uh, staples have really like kind of been revamped. I think that's like one of his main reasons of being there. There's so much money that's laundered through Hollywood and through like shows like Saturday Night Live news programs, a lot of mainstream like, you know, news networks and TV shows. That's probably why Donald Trump was put in fucking office was to make it so that there was something to talk about, something that would make at least half the population get sucked into because movies are dead. New movies fucking suck. New TV shows fucking suck. There's no good TV network program. There's no news programs that are good. There's nothing that is sucking the new audience in. It's all YouTube. It's podcasts. It's fucking like random little things that just get people interested. Everyone wants to be a fucking star right now. And what's going to get people interested are relatable people. These people reading off of a script are not relatable. No, no, nobody can relate to television anymore. It's a dead, it's a dead art for the most part. You know, it's there, it's there for that boomer generation to hold on to. But 
I would say, you know, people that are our age and younger don't, for the most part, don't have cable TV anymore. You know, I mean, it's one of those yeah. things that's starting to die off. And then once that, and you've seen what happens to Hollywood, Hollywood it, after the, the pandemic, it just exposed that it's totally useless. You don't need it. We managed without it. And it was like you said, it's just a money laundering thing. It's if you look at the big things like music and uh, movies and sports, I really feel like those are three of their biggest in art. You can throw the art world into there. Those are three of their biggest ways to launder yeah, money. Yeah. Right. I mean, think about yeah. that. That's how they move big, massive amounts of money around. And that kind of got a, a cog thrown in that wheel during the pandemic. So what do they have to do? Well, they're going to push vaccines and then they're going to push climate change right after it, because that 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 carbon tax can make up for them getting around the losses in Hollywood and, and mainstream media. I mean, look at that. Like you said before, I mean, look at CNN, MSN and, you know, Fox's ratings. They're they're terrible. Joe Rogan gets more than they do. Yeah, way more. more. Yeah, it's not even close. And yeah. and so it's it's comical. He's getting almost Super Bowl numbers now. And when I say almost, I think it's about half of Super Bowl numbers. About five million? Forty, I heard. Really? That's what I heard. Between thirty and forty. Okay. So I don't know. I don't know what's real or not. You know, there's like I said, dude, there's so many fucking different statistics you can look at. So you could be right and I could be right, depending on where you know what I mean? Like is like it could be five and it could be. Oh, I just I just took a shot in the dark. I I was just guessing offhand. I, I had no clue. Yeah, I've heard that it's like 30 to 40. You know what I mean? But the like that's like about half the Super Bowl. You know yeah. what I mean? Like you get you get 60 to 80 million people sometimes more than that tuning into a damn Super Bowl football game. Um I don't know, dude. It's um we're in a weird spot and uh the last thing I'll ask you here since you brought art into this whole equation, what do you think about NFTs and like the whole like NFT art world? I think it's as legitimate as a lot of the uh, cryptocurrency. I, I just don't, I, I think it's, they're trying to find a way, but it's, it's, I don't know. I think it's a gimmick in all honesty. Yeah. I, I haven't put, and, and, you know, to, to the world's defense, I haven't put much effort into it. I've just, you know, I've listened to a few people talk about them and, I just have zero interest in it. And, and yeah, I know you're really... not an expert. I was just wondering. I was curious. Yeah, no, I just don't see. I, I don't know. It, again, it's, it's something that's not tangible. And, <laughs> yeah. and, and so how do you have something that's not tangible have value? It, it, it's, it's such a strange market that if we're going in the direction that we're said to be going, you know, where things are going to get dark, the internet might go down. How is that a valuable asset? it seems like it's such a risky play that you're hoping that everything goes through as is today and nothing changes along the way. You can just screenshot NFTs. Yeah. I mean, there's so many things. And that's why I don't understand the whole NFT boom at all. I mean, and and looking at it, it's like shit. My eight-year-old drew, you know, I mean, it's like a monkey scratching his ass and that's worth millions of dollars. I just don't understand it. There's something very weird about it. It feels almost like the end of an empire, I would say. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, your guess is as good as mine. Every hundred years, though, right? I guess, dude, you know that's kind of shit better than I do. That's why I was just curious what your uh, gut reaction was to NFTs. But 
dude, let's just say fuck the uh, Omicron. I don't think that it's real. But at the same time, let's be vigilant, man. There may be something going on with this. There may be some reason. I mean, like, that's the whole thing. I think that they may. Well, you heard it. It's a push to get the unvaccinated vaccinated and to push the boosters. And if they don't get the numbers they want in the boosters, boom. They can roll out the next, and and it said it in a lot of the articles I was reading that they're already ready. You know, Pfizer and Moderna are ready for the next rounds, so they can they can yeah. get their next round of bo- boosters out there, depending on what the variant is. And well, did like, you okay. see that Bill Gates? I, I, we may have mentioned this earlier, but Bill Gates said that that vaccines are just not working the way that they want. And yeah. and like I said, I, I, I don't Fauci know if we admitted to that it too. Fauci said, yeah, he admitted that they're they're not protecting as they thought they would or at least they're not as durable right they're they're running out the the yeah whatever it is the period that they're effective their effectiveness is diminishing i mean they're down to like six months now well dude i keep i keep getting back to this now and it's a new thing that i've learned and i have an obsessive and an, and an addictive personality i learned about this frequency stuff I think there's something fucking going on with the vaccines and the frequencies. I yeah, really that's... do think that there is because not only did Tesla model the Tesla coil off of our double helix DNA, which, you know, our DNA is supposed to be like this antenna to God or to the creator, whatever that is, whatever you want to think it is, something fucking created this world. I don't care if you're an atheist, something created this world. And our DNA, our double helix DNA as mammals, as fucking whatever, fish, whatever you want to think you are, every our DNA is connected to something. And that that double helix DNA is getting hacked into by this mRNA. Oh, and before we wrap up too, the the one, two, three system that I was talking about, about this whole vaccine thing. I don't know if you've heard this, Matt, but. Uh, supposedly, and, and people like the, the doctors and the pharmacists supposedly don't even know about this. And I don't know if this is real or how, how much validity there is to this, but there's a one, two, three system. One for the vaccine means it's a placebo Two means it is the MRNA vaccine. This is like the, the, the whole thing that we think that Bill Gates and, and Fauci are behind. And three is, uh, an agent that gives you cancer within, uh, 48 months. So, I mean, this is something very interesting. I don't know how true it is. Again, this is just something I'm bringing up, but I have heard some people take the vaccine. They're very fat. They're fucking nasty, you know, like me type people getting out there, taking the shots, and then they they don't feel anything. And then you have people like my cousin, you know, the former co-host, Brandon, decent shape, not, you know, he smokes cigarettes. He does all kinds of shit that's not good for him. But he's not, you know, he's not out of shape by any means. Fucking in the fucking tank for like three weeks. I mean, this dude was sick as shit. And he was like, well, you, you live was- in a red area, my friend. And and rumor has it, you know, based on that, I, I read something along that lines, too. And, and based on that, they were saying, you know, another theory out there is they were sending heavy doses of the th- number three to red states. And and. Mm-hmm. That they were trying, you know, and again, that's it's conspiracy, and the, I don't know how. Yeah, much we have no either. proof, but this is a, yeah, this is no, idea. it's an interesting theory for sure, and but it does make sense though, from sure. from a, a standpoint that that that's one way they could c- kind of control who's getting what, 
But aside from that, that one of the major reasons for this whole push is because the unvaccinated are their control group. And they can't let that control group stay as large as it is right now. Yeah, because yeah. The, eventually the data is going to get out there and it's going to blow up in their face. Dude, if you go to uh to a newly remodeled Walmart, they uh all of those self-scan things, um, you know, the one that was remodeled down the street from me, they've got 90% U-scans, like where you scan your own shit. And there's one person sitting there making sure that you don't steal shit. And then if you buy alcohol, they come over and check your ID and all that good stuff. Um, that's the end goal as far as grocery stores go to have that 100%. Whether you want to buy cigarettes, you push a button, you get your cigarettes that you want. Whether you want to buy booze, you scan your ID, you give your thumbprint, you give your retina scan. Who knows what the the methods that they'll use. But those use scans only take credit card. And Walmart gift cards, they do not accept cash. None of them do. If you want, if you have to use cash, you have to go up to the to the uh, person, the two fucking scanning in a Walmart supercenter. Think about that. In a Walmart supercenter, there's a thousand people in that store at a time at some points. There's two registers open with human operators. Everything else, all the other registers, these fucking sorry fucks are scanning their own things out themselves. And they yep. cannot use cash. And they tell you that when, when you're walking up, you can't use cash here. You got to use cards. You want to use cash? Go over there. It's fucked, dude. Yeah, That's I, I, saw it, I saw it in uh, a Denny's. They're now using robots as servers. No fucking have... way. Did you? Yeah, were man. you there? No, no, no. I, 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 dude, I haven't been to a Denny's in years. I saw it on uh, IG today. A girl posted it. She's like, yeah, this is who served me at Denny's today. And it's wow. this... Uh, you know, it's like it looks like a Zumba on the bottom. You know, it's got the round base. It just has a pole that goes up the back of it. And then it has like these, you know, round circular wow. trays. And it has three of them. And it has, you know, it had two layers of food on it. And it just brings it over to the table. And Holy you shit. take your food off. And that's it. Well, let me tell you right now, dude. Denny's for the price is a great meal. Oh, you can't. And, and their food's not bad. That's I, what I'm, I'm saying. I'm a fan of Denny's. Yeah. You get seven bucks for like a double cheeseburger. I mean, and some fries. Is, we we're not a, talking McDonald's. The cheaper than McDonald's. Cracker Barrel, a Cracker Barrel up here, man, and that's my that's my guilty pleasure. You want to go there for a good old country breakfast? What's your go to at a Cracker Barrel? Oh, uh, you got to go sausage and biscuits. I gotta <laughs> I gotta get into the uh, in, into some eggs, whether it's over hard or they can scramble them if they want. Uh, I got to throw in a pancake or two. Some some got to have some meat too. I mean, I go all out when I go there. It's it's like two breakfasts. My only option at a place like that is uh, the uh, chicken fried steak with gravy. That's the only choice for me. Um, you know. We we do what we can to to make things matter in our lives. And uh, chicken fried steak, I would say, is one of the most important things that I will not let go of. And See, if they make to, it, I went to school down south and I ate it for so many breakfasts for two semesters straight that like as delicious as it is, I'm at that point where it's like you, you have the meat sweats <laughs> from it that it's oh, I, I want to eat it. But man, I ate so many of those things. Oh, it's delicious. Dude, you know what? I think that uh, like a burger place, I was thinking of a cool taco place or like, uh, you know, something where you can make like Thanksgiving tacos. Um, you know, you can do like a turkey meat, uh, you know, 
cranberry salsa. You do some nice like mashed potatoes on top. You do a lot of stuff like that. I'm thinking um, a great breakfast sandwich would be a chicken fried steak breakfast sandwich. So you got a biscuit, you got a chicken fried steak patty, and you have some gravy on top with maybe some tomatoes, maybe something, you know, just light. But yeah, you're going hard with, uh, I mean, you're not, you're not really active throughout the rest of the day when you eat these kinds of things. Well, you could even get crazy and throw some grits in there too, man. Oh yeah. Yeah. Grits are a big thing. And that's the thing, man. Not a lot of people really appreciate grits. Grits are a big, big hit. Very underrated, man. I, 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 being a Northern kid, I never had them until I went down there and man, they're good. So good. It's just like corn mashed potatoes. That's all it is. Very yep. good. So anyway, man, we can talk about food for I'm sure we should do a fucking uh, episode about food, man. It sounds like we can go back and forth about food real good. Uh, gonna gonna have some fun with that, I'm sure in the future. But Matt, uh, plug your stuff. Obviously, a lot of my listeners know who you are, but uh, plug away anyway, dude. Yeah, no, you can find me on Instagram at the Great Deception Podcast. Uh, I got a YouTube channel, a bit shoot Odyssey. Have a couple videos up that I've done recently, and uh, you know you can hit me up on DM if you want. Other than that, uh, that's about it. Monday Night Master Debaters, check us out. Yes, sir. Fun, fun show. Thank you guys for listening. Uh, look into this Om- Omicron stuff. It's very, very weird. I think that's something will come to fruition about this but uh we just need to kind of see the force for the trees here and uh stay yeah, don't vigilant. believe the hype though don't fall for the fear porn stay vigilant yeah don't fall for the fear porn but i think that uh that they'll try and take some more things away from us here so i just wanted to get on record here on november 28th 2021 saying that this may be the strain uh that really tries to move this whole covid thing uh to the next stage in evolution because there's been a lull there's been a serious lull and i think that there is something they're not letting this shit go matt you know they're not and they're gonna they're gonna move forward in some way and i think omicron is um is a a great opportunity for them so we need to try and flip that on its ass and kind of hijack that narrative i'm gonna play devil's advocate this is the death of covid right here omicron the last false flag no, I'm just, I hope. I pray every time I get a variant, it's the last one. But who knows? I think you're right. Hey, I hope you're right, Matt. But we'll see what's up. Uh, let's put all of our money on Matt so that hopefully that ends up being the case. Matt's saying it's fucking done with. I'm saying it's going harder in the paint. Let's bet on Matt, please. That's where I'm going to put my money. But stay safe out there, everyone. But more importantly, have fun. And let's just do our thing, man. Let's fucking rage against the machine, guys. Take care. <laughs>